Welcome back or welcome to Real Time with Alex Normandin. I'm your host, Alex Normandin. Hope you're all doing fantastic. 2020, hope you're having an amazing new year. And fun fact, I just found out that National Break Your New Year's resolution is January 17th. So right now I'm posting this. It's going to be probably January 7th. So if you set New Year's resolutions, it's only a matter of time until you break it. Just kidding, guys. I hope the best for you. And I really hope that you commit to your New Year's resolutions and you're not like the 95% majority of the world that breaks it on January 17th. Actually, I think that the the percentage is actually 80% of people give up their New Year's resolutions on January 17th. That is that is wild. If that's you, if that sounds like you, love and respect, I just posted an episode and that's how to sustain the New Year's resolution. And that was the last one. However, if this one interests you more, then let's roll with it. This episode is a guest interview with Dale Chuba. He is an absolute gun in the fitness world and business world. And I met him at a recent seminar in Palm Beach, Florida, and he really stood out. So I invited him onto the podcast and I really hope that you guys find a lot of value in this because I certainly did. We kept it simple. We kept it short. We kept it spontaneous and we let it flow. Less structure this time, more flow, more spontaneity and more real time. So the purpose of this podcast is to share experiences, strategies, and a variety of people with you that will actually help you live the life that you truly want to live and get you to the level that you want to get to in whatever way that may be. That may be physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, whatever it is, whatever level you're trying to get to, there will be strategies in this and there will be people and stories and experiences shared with you that will help you in some way, shape or form. So let's dive into it. This is the guest episode with Dale Chuba. Welcome to Real Time with Alex. Today's guest is Dale Chube. He's an author, a speaker, a podcast host, and a coach for new and expecting dads. He is the author of the book, Oh Shit, I'm Going to Be a Dad, which was released in December last year and quickly rose to number one in new parenting releases on Amazon. His book is subtitled The Modern Dad Playbook because it gives men tangible steps or plays they can make to move the needle forward in their relationship, their finances, or their health. Dale focuses on breaking down the levels of expecting a new parent seasons to equip and empower men to strategically create their legacy. His dad method strategy is designed to help men take action towards their goals and be the best father, partner, and man that they can be. Dale's background is personal training and working in a therapeutic boarding school, uniquely preparing him for his work. Through these and other experiences, Dale learned important mindset, discipline, and relationship techniques that he uses to help men soar into fatherhood. Many of these techniques and lessons learned from industry experts are shared in his podcast, Oh Shit, I'm Gonna Be a Dad. Dale also works with men in one-on-one coaching sessions and through group DAD, also known as Dad Method Workshops, 
both online and in person. So please, wherever you are in the world, help me welcome to the show, Dale Tube. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right. Tell me about your background from personal training and therapeutic boarding school. What, what got you into those? What's the story behind that? So when I learned I was going to be a dad, I was um, just just starting like my sales career. Uh, I was doing door-to-door sales in the city of Chicago and it, times were tough and I really wanted to create um, a lifestyle, um, like definitely provide as much as I can for my family. And that's when I first got into um, personal training, like health and like um, health and nutrition, because I was like, what am I really good at? I've always been a huge fan of fitness, always it was in great shape. And I was like, well, it's time to start creating a business around it. And so uh, that was my first business and always is my first love. I still personal train, still a few clients here um, where I'm located. And that's where I started. I started personal training. And then what happened was that me and my former, we moved out to the East Coast here in the States. And there was a school that I, um, I went to previously as a kid, and that's actually the therapeutic boarding school called the Grove School. And at that time, the head of the schools was like, hey, can you train me? And I was like, okay, cool. So we started that. And he was like, I think more of this nutrition and everything that you do, something that we need in our school. And so we started, you know, really doing, um, you know, a little bit of nutrition and me being around more of the kids in that capacity. And then it just kind of built from there where I actually was working with their transition program, which is the fifth year, like fifth year of high school program for those kids and helping them really move forward and progress in their lives. And then I decided to make the jump and go full entrepreneur um, last year. And that's when I started writing the book and putting that forward. Amazing. Love it. So yeah, your book is called, Oh Shit, I'm Gonna Be a Dad. I love that title, by the way. Amazing. And tell me about that. And how can that also apply to potentially people who aren't going to become a dad? Right. So I I firmly believe that there's always an oh shit moment where you're like, I need to um, move forward or I need to really progress um, in my life. Like something, something is up. And for me, that's when I found out I was going to become a dad. I, it was a summer night and uh, my my former at the time, she was like, we need to take the pregnancy test. She was having stomach issues. And I was like, all right, like, let's go ahead and do this. And then I found out I was going to be a dad. And I looked straight up in the sky and I was like, oh, shit. Mm. Like, where do I go from here? And that doesn't like that happens all the time in our lives. It could be your your business. It could be your health. It could be your relationship. It's like, oh, shit, where do I go from here? What's the next step? Like, how do I move forward? How can I progress in this area and so that's where i was like um that's when i was like hey like how do i move forward and i started asking those questions really um coming up with like different strategies and i hit like hit the ground running from there and i that's what if you're a dad if you're soon to be dead if you're not like you know when there's that moment where you're like oh shit like i need to make a shift and i need to go this route that's what um that's what like the book is for dads, but everyone goes through that. So if you ever experienced that, know that it's like, it's real, it's normal and you're in the right place because that means things are about to 
get a little a little weird but also mm. great at the same time because you're going to be moving forward and you're going to break through a ceiling that you never knew that was even there really right i love that and in the in the book you explain the dad method can you explain that a bit so the dad method is what i um basically looking back and actually writing the book i was like this is like um this is really simple. This is just what I did. It was the dad method is decide, analyze, and develop. So you got to make a decision, right? You got to decide, you know, we're Tony Robbins supporters. Um, Tony Robbins always is about make a decision, decide and cut from and move forward. Yeah. And once you make a decision, once you decide, you need to analyze like where you are at that moment. And so good example for me, when I, learned I was gonna be a dad I was like all right like where am I at like dude I'm like flat broke mm. <laughs> like my money is <laughs> oh, like God. horrible right now like I need to figure this out I need to create more stability I need to really move forward in that area of my life and then after that you start developing you start moving forward you start making those action steps most people want to go straight to the action steps before analyzing what is um, what is going well for them right now and what is not so great and once you really f find out and analyze, you can actually start taking strategic steps to um, move forward in your life. And for for dads, it's really to create that legacy, create that strong um, household and that dad journey to be amazing for not just for the kid, for the family, but for themselves as well. Right. That reminds me, actually, just off the cuff here when I was with one of my exes, I remember this moment and this is just coming to me now actually. And I don't mind being vulnerable. I don't mind sharing. It's real time with Alex. So let's keep it real. Anyways, I was with my ex and for a full day, I thought I was going to be a dad, a full day. Her, the pregnancy test was positive and I'm like, literally, oh shit. I left work. I sat on a curb, looked up at the sky and I was like, what the fuck is life? Like <laughs> everything changed right. me in that moment. And I, this is just coming to me now. So this is, this is, uh, yeah, this is pretty interesting. So I remember that moment and I decided, uh, we, we decided that we were going to have it. And I'm like, but first we need to analyze the situation, like our finances and all of this. So I'm like, let's analyze this. Let's be sure that this baby's coming. So I went, I went to buy a pregnancy test again because she, she tested it on her own and we waited until the morning after. So that, for that full day, I'm like planning to be a dad. I'm like, where are we going to live? How am I going to make money? And then I went to get another pregnancy test. And then I tested the next, we tested the next morning together and it turned out to be negative. So a full day, I had an oh shit moment. So I'm super excited to, for you to dive into this actually. because <laughs> I experienced it personally. So how has this dad method helped you in different aspects of your life? So in fitness and in business and writing your book, whatever it may be. So that method is really what springs me into action. And it's um, for fitness, for um, a business, it's like you got to decide like that you are going to um, just keep progressing and like grow from there. And so really it's helped me tremendously knowing that there's a simple like there's a simple framework that I can make this as you know, I can make this as precise as possible or make it as simple as possible. It can be a simple yes or no. Or for what I do for a lot of my clients is that when they decide they have, I call a freak out deadline where they freak out and it's like a deadline. Here we go. Like I'm going to decide and this deadline from no matter what, I'm going to move forward. 
and I'm going to freak out about maybe being a dad or whatever I got to freak out about with fatherhood and I'm going to decide to move forward. Yeah. And so it could be as precise or as, um, as loose as possible. And that's what um, this is that freedom, that flexibility has allowed it to really evolve over time and allowed it to really, really punch um, fear in the mouth as well, because fear is going to be a major player with it. And if you don't have frameworks and stuff that in place that you can really either make precise or maybe as loose as possible, fear can easily cripple us from not moving forward and taking that action. And so that's why um, I really came up with this method to be as precise or as um, loose as possible for any individual so they can move forward. Right. In, in simple terms. So guys, I would suggest picking up his book if you, um, if this sounds helpful to you. So how would you, how would you suggest somebody to introduce this into their life in a simple way? So if someone's listening right now, they say this, this sounds amazing. You know, it's a three-step method. Uh, how can, how can I apply this into my life right now? What would you, be your first suggestion? I would say first break down like your, three like areas that you really want to improve in. And so um, you and I, we're, we're big fans of Tony. So it could be your career. It could be your health. It could be your relationships, right? The main mm -hmm. um, drivers of our life, right? And so yeah. decide which one that is going to be. And it could be for a short like season. It could be for a long season, but just decide where you want to go. So like right now, it may be um, for it's beginning of the new year, maybe your health. And decide right then and there. It's like, I'm going to move forward in, in my health journey for 2020. And this is what I'm going to do. Where am I at right now? I need to, I need to weigh myself. I need to maybe um, get some food allergy testing done. I need to do all these different things that um, to analyze where am I currently at in my situation? And then either start taking the action steps and what I call um, really those dominoes and line up those dominoes so you can start moving forward from there. And, right. and to keep progressing throughout the journey. So if this is, if I'm just talking to any average off the street, I would say, hey, like, what's the area that you want to change right now? Yeah. Real talk. What about you, Alex? What is the area that you want to change right now in 2020? Right now, I want to change my finances in 2020. Perfect. So finances, so analyzing, you probably have to go look at, get all those bank accounts and get everything up and like on like, piece of paper and see like yeah what's what, what am i doing well in what am i not doing so well in? do exactly. i spend too much do i do this and just be and just be real yeah it's it's just about you when it comes down to it life is about really it's about you and how you are going to respond and move forward in your life it's not yeah. about anybody else right and in relation to this i i've also had an oh shit moment in finances you know like I ran a company in Australia, saved up a bunch of money, and then I spent it all. And, and essentially, I had zero this summer. Like I was, I was dead broke. And I'm like, oh shit! Like, all right, I need, I need to change this right now. Like, I need to decide what I'm gonna do, analyze my situation, and now I'm currently developing that. So that this this applies directly to my life, even though I didn't know about this method. So, all right, I've noticed that on your Instagram just for the people out there that, you know, they have those new year's resolutions and they want to be healthy. And apparently I heard this morning that January 17th is actually the national break your resolutions day. 
this is breaking news <laughs> resolutions day because uh, that's about you know almost three weeks in and people are starting to let themselves go. So in regards to health, everybody knows I should eat healthy, I should do this, I should eat this over this. And I've noticed that that you, of course, you have an amazing body, you have an amazing mindset. I'm sure that you eat clean, you eat healthy, whatever that may mean for you. So I've noticed on one of your posts that you you mentioned mental health going along with physical health. Do you remember that post? Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you just explain that a bit more? So when um at the peak of my physical health and I was going through a, I was going through a breakup and things were really, really rough. And people were like, oh my gosh, like I, I love like you're you know, you look amazing in here, but like my like mental health was horrible. Like I was d- depressed and actually I was, I was hiding in my body. I was literally hiding from like life and everything that, uh, everything I needed to face um, with my body. I was just working out like crazy and, and getting that, maybe that significance or whatever uh, need that was happening through my body. And they, they both go hand in hand. And most um, most people, when it comes to fitness, they want to have be strong. They want to like look great, but really, what it comes down to is is the mental um, your mental health is really the driver to your physical health. Mm. And for for me, um, for me, and also probably for others that are listening. It's like, it's this weird relationship where if you're not in the physical health, if you're not moving forward, your mental health can't like really stay in flow as well. So Mm. it's kind of like this, like they both go hand in hand and one can't be over the other. They have to be in balance and they have to be in flow because it's it's very, both of them are very, very important. And most people just want to look at the outside, but really what needs to happen is that they need to fix the inside or that mental health piece. That's really not allowing them to get to that piece of that physical health. Right. So, okay. I love that. So I was listening to a podcast this morning with David Sinclair. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's, he has a book Mm -hmm. called um, why, why we age and why we don't have to. And in that book, he was mentioning um, all these different things on longevity. And one of them was, vanity versus longevity and vanity meaning short-term pleasure and short-term you know significance over longevity and for me in the past I had longevity on my mind and I guess you could say that was me focusing purely on my mentality and in that I let my body slip I, I, I was still healthy internally but I didn't feel good on the outside I didn't have that I guess you can say vanity. I didn't have that balance. I had 100% mentality and zero physical health. Like I was strong, I ate healthy, but I didn't have the appearance, I'm saying that lightly, that I wanted to. I didn't have the strength that I wanted to and the confidence that I wanted to. So over the last few years, I've actually put the mentality and physicality in balance. So, and that was due to the vanity versus longevity. It's like, you need that in, you need that in balance. Do you want to have a pure mindset and a, and a, and a, body that you're not happy with or do you want to have a nice balance so that's something that i've been working on the last few years is balance so i love how you said that so how how can somebody how can somebody create balance in their life let's say they want just they want to focus on their self they want to focus on relationships they want to focus on 
their mission or their career? How would you suggest maybe balancing those out? Or what would you, what would you say to someone who wants to focus on those three? I would say it comes down to one thing and that's forgiveness. Right? So when it comes to business, health, parenting, whatever you, whatever that area is for you, it all comes down to forgiveness. So I'm gonna put it real simple. Like when it comes to nutrition, this is what I teach all my clients. So the the yeah. difference between nutrition success, long term and short term, is that there's a lot of people that can follow a, a short term meal plan, right? Mm. And they may get be really like, I lost 20 pounds, or like I follow this meal plan and it's great, and blah blah blah. And yeah, like you can do it, but the, really the longevity, and if you want to progress in your journey in your health journey you need to learn like nutrition success like long term and that really comes down to forgiveness mm. because no matter in life you're gonna um if it's business or whatever that area it is you're gonna more likely get another chance right yeah you're gonna get another chance to talk to a potential client you're gonna get another chance to be on on an interview you're gonna get another chance to maybe have an amazing relationship with a, another person you're going to get another chance to, you know, eat some healthy food and we get it all the time is that, so we got to kind of accept and forgive ourselves and move forward. And that's what most people don't do, especially when it comes to this new years, new me, new body, all that type of stuff. And you're like, yeah, like most people could do new year's resolution. I'm going to eat clean for this year, 2020. Yeah. And they do it for two weeks. And then they slip up, like you said, they slip up, and then it's that national break your um, resolution day. Yeah. But then the problem with that is that they don't forgive themselves to actually move forward and continue on on their journey, right? Mm. To keep eating healthy or whatever that um, is for them. So they they just let it go and they give up. Right. right? And it's the same thing in business too. Like actually, it was it's so crazy we're talking about this because my um my coach was like this, this actually this past week, my business coach was like, Hey, you're at the point with a lot of this, um, this new dad stuff and everything I'm doing. He's like, you're at a point where either you're going to be a business owner or just a hobbyist. Mm -hmm. And with a hobbyist, you are going to give up because maybe something's not working the way you want to, want it to right now or here. And you're not really being a business owner, knowing the numbers and then making an adjustment and keep moving forward and forgiving yourself. Like, Hey, it may have not been great right here, but I'm gonna move forward from here. And that's right. the difference. So I would say the one key thing, if you're really wanting to move forward and like in your journey, whatever it is, financially, your health, your relationship is really practice the art of forgiveness and moving forward and taking mm. and creating the action step next. Like, all right, I'm gonna forgive myself. And then I'm gonna do this. Right. Like, Hey, like, shoot like i still like i drink scotch all the time right mm -hmm. everyone's like oh my gosh like you look great blah 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 da, 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 this. i'm like dude i like i still have my scotch i still eat golden oreos all the time, <laughs> all the time with my Love son it. i'm like i eat it all the time but say like good example like if i have a couple scotches the night before guaranteed i'm probably hydrating like crazy in the morning mm -hmm. and i'm getting back at it or some clients um, see me because I'll be in the gym, like maybe doing cardio before. And if I'm on the Stairmaster, like early in the morning, 
they probably know like I'm like, hey man, I may have had like a, a drink the night before and I just want to sweat it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of like my process of the action of forgiving myself. Like, yeah, I had a scotch last night and I'm gonna sweat it out right now and I'm gonna keep moving forward and keep being my best self. Boom. That is so good. I love that idea of forgiveness and it's something that's definitely benefited my life. I've, you know, n- nobody's perfect and I'm sure I've fucked up a lot in my life. I'm sure you have fucked up a lot in your life, but guilt is the lowest vibe and, and there's no point in feeling guilty or, or talking bad about yourself. And the quickest way to move into action when, when let's say you fuck up is forgive yourself, learn from it and move on. I had someone on the podcast recently and he said depression is caused from looking at the past and thinking about the past too much and anxiety is caused from thinking about the future. So if you just forgive yourself for whatever you may have done in the past and just stay present and don't worry too much about the future and don't get anxious, that's when, when for me at least, I've truly started to feel alive. So let's switch gears a bit. So what when you, ha- when you found out you're going to be a dad and, you know, that baby, uh, I'm sure it's a, a beautiful, loving baby now and, you know, you don't regret anything that happened in the past. What, what, what has being a dad taught you? Ooh. Or a parent. Sorry, there's people uh, listening. They're a mom or a dad or whatever. What has being a parent taught you? I'll read what we're that. Um, parent, parenting has taught me. It's taught me the importance of developing yourself, right? Mm. And some parents may like may judge me on this one, but I'm a firm believer that the first two years of when you have a kid is not about the kid; it's about you and your partner. Mm. And the reason for that is because you most people are so focused on the child, right? So, say if um, Right now, if you draw it on a piece of paper, you put one dot and one dot at the top is the child. And then you put the mother or um, the mother and the father as two separate dots. It will come out to be a triangle, right? But the mm. quickest way to, to get to one point, point A to point B is a straight line. So what you're trying to create really with your, with your unit, with your family is a straight line. Mm. You're trying to come more together as a straight line. That's not the direction of you to the child. That's not mm-hmm. the direction of the mother to the child. That's you two getting more of that connection and becoming better as a unit together and trying right. to make a straight line there. And what that's taught me is that I can only bring to that unit my best version of myself. So I need to develop me than to be focusing solely on someone else and my my partner's development or my child's development, I also got to bring my development up as well. And this starts early. Like, that's why I'm so very, like, you know, very focused on the expecting season because I firmly believe that your partner is evolving, your child is growing and evolving every single day. It is your duty and responsibility as a man to progress as well and if you don't you're really doing your family a disservice because you're not bringing your a game you're bringing a half-ass you right so that's what parenting has taught me is that i have to develop myself and become so much more so i can give more and bring more to the table so he can benefit 
and my, my it's my son. So he can benefit as much as possible from a full cup of meat. Right. I love that. And when I first met you, you said you were an author and I'm like, oh, what's your book called? You're like, oh, shit, I'm going to be a dad. And I'm like, uh, that's, that's, that's very, like, very specific. And I love how you're, you're kind of breaking the status quo on it because I feel like, and again, it's just my opinion, but I don't know what the divorce rate is now or anything like that. Maybe 50%, 40%. I haven't looked it up recently. However, I know it's fairly high. And based on what you're saying, I truly believe that when people have a kid, they, they focus so much on the kid that when the kid's old, they, the kid's gone. Like, what's, where's the partnership? And I, I believe that's my opinion. That's why a significant amount of marriages, marriages would come to an end. What's your opinion on that? I'm I'm with you 100%. So the divorce rate for after having your first child is actually pretty, really high. And also, you see it a lot what's happening with a lot of um, the older generation is that they've put so much focus and identity around the child and that child grows up and leaves. There's no, there's no identity. There's nothing there. There's no yeah. relationship. There's no partnership. And they're having to rediscover that partnership and the time and the effort for that. Sometimes it's like, you're like, I don't even know this person. Like you just yeah. have roommates mm-hmm. because the focus has been on one and it's been on one or two or the kids and that's it. But like, if you really focus on yourself and the, uh, really filling up that cup um, for you and also your with your partner, you'll have a relationship, you'll show the example of what a relationship is supposed to be. Right. You'll grow and progress over time and it's going to be even even more amazing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because, I mean, kids learn so much from their parents and if they see a thriving relationship, they see that they're, you know, putting effort into each other, loving each other, that child's going to, the parents are leading by example and that child's going to have those values and have that vision of a relationship for the rest of their life. So, so what's your best piece of advice for, I don't believe I have a lot, a lot of current parents listening. However, let's just briefly touch on that. What's your advice for current parents? And what's your advice for people who want to be a parent? So for current parents, you are amazing, just exactly who you are right now. And the current version of yourself is exactly is what's needed um, for your child. So don't ever forget that. Mm, and to continue to progress in your journey, right? In your journey as a parent and focus on um, just progression because that's all you're trying to do is to get your your family, yourself, and your child to progress and keep moving forward. And don't get caught up in some of the stuff that doesn't align to you. So that's for current parents. For, you know, basically I would say, I'm just going to say the single life, the single life and, or, um, you know, not, not yet like a, a parent or anything along those lines is that just, just stay present. Um, and exactly the same thing, just focus on progression. I don't think it changes from a parent to being a not parent. Yeah. Like I, for me, when I found out I was going to become a parent, like drastically changed my life. I was, like I said, I was working door to door sales. I was depressed. Um, I wasn't making really any money. I still haven't finished college yet. And in amount like a year and a half, I started a business, grew that up to completely being packed. I finished 
finished college, finished school, and um, was was thriving and thought like I had it all. But really, uh, what I learned was that I was progressing in some areas and I wasn't progressing in all the areas. And so to really, um, what I would say as a single person, focus on progression, but also focus on balance and to create that balance, however that looks for you, is to make sure that you're in balance and align with really with, uh, with your heart and make sure you just keep moving forward. Love that. Spontaneous question. What's your advice for people that have problems with staying true to who they are? So, for example, in the past, my, my, you know, my parents or people in high school, like my teachers always told me, they said, Alex, like, what are you going to study? Like, your grades aren't good enough. What, your, what university are you going to? And I learned early on, luckily, and I'm grateful for that, to, to not listen to the opinions, like to be open-minded, but not listen to the opinions of everyone, especially right. someone who's in a position that you don't want to be in. For example, I never wanted to be a teacher. I never wanted to be a doctor. I never wanted to be a lawyer. I never wanted to go to university and study that. That wasn't me. However, some people get forced into that due to, I guess, social norms or the opinions of their parents, or the opinions of their friends, or whatever. So what's your opinion on someone that's just, I don't want to say stuck, but I, I'm going to say stuck, that's stuck in that, that life that they truly know that isn't for them? If you're truly stuck in that, that may be that like little rut of where the life is not truly for them, then you got to get, you got to get to the heart. Um, what I've learned from my coaches from seeing all these big name, you know, people like in the spaces of their careers and, and having just amazing lives just in general is that it's about this like flow of being from your heart and also taking action at the same time. And it's like, it's kind of like an infinity symbol. So you're at the, if the heart's at the middle and then you're continuously building up and taking action and then coming back to your heart and then keep continuing to take action and then coming back to your heart. And you're consistently in that flow. So if you're trying, if you're just taking action, but you're not at your heart, then mm. where are you really going? So mm. you need to get to the heart first and get that centered. And then once that happens, you'll start easily being in flow and everything will start moving forward. Now, I, I definitely understand. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a, I don't think I even said this, but I'm one out of 12. Um, so oh, wow. I didn't know that I'm the, I'm the youngest and my oh. dad, my dad was a doctor. Um, there's three other doctors in the family, lawyers and every, and one of those dreaded questions was like, Hey, are you going to be a doctor like your dad? Or are you going to do this? Mm -hmm. Or you be this? I'd be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck yeah. I want to be. Right. I <laughs> totally. like and that. And I used to hate that. Yeah. But the, at that time, I wish someone would have said like, all right, like, let's take this, let's take this a setback. All that matters is you moving forward. And the mm -hmm. way to move forward is that we got to connect you to your heart and, and take action from there. So how do we go about that? And that's, um, that can be a challenge. There's a lot of people that do that in this world um, that can help you get centered to your heart and then focusing on taking action. But I would just say start YouTubing it at first and just really start getting to your heart and then start taking action. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I do want to add something. I think I'm going to add, add it. We still have time here. So uh, 
just on in, in reference to this story, I, I lived in my head for a long period of my life. I never said I love you to my parents until I was about 19 years old. I was always in my head, uh, always in my survival brain. Um, you know, Tony Robbins always says that your brain's made to survive, not to make you happy. And that, that was me. I was, um, I was surviving and I didn't express love, didn't receive love. And it, it wasn't until that I moved to living through my heart. And, and, and I guess meditation, of course, has an impact on that. You know, holding your heart, breathing into your heart, connecting with your heart. That's when my life and my direction truly started to naturally flow. As soon as I silenced what I like to call the monkey brain, so meditation for me is making friends with your monkey brain. So that little voice in your head that's like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Da -da 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 -da. Like it's jumping all over the place, swinging around in your head. For me, meditation is being like, hey, Mr. Monkey, it's time to sit down and, and just connect with, with, with yourself a little bit. And the monkey's like, oh, well, how do we do that? Well, you do that by, you know, taking a breath in and taking a breath out. And that's one breath, monkey. And the monkey's like, okay, I can do that. So that's my simplified way of meditation. And that was a mini tangent, I just noticed. However, I hope that helps the meditation. Uh, long story short, live through your heart. In your head, you're dead. Tony Robbins says, I'll give him full, full credit for that one. And one of my favorite lyrics in a song is, lead with your heart, ain't that the only way? And that's by Dermot Kennedy. All right, my last question. Dale, what is the legacy you want to leave behind in the world? So I just actually um, just did it like a video on this about what it, what's the one thing that has to happen to actually create a legacy. And it's all about um, a legacy is about being in a relationship. And if that's relationship to money, is that the relationship to your community or however to your health, whatever that is for you, you have to have a relationship, a strong bond. And that is unbreakable even after you leave this earth. Mm. Okay. So um, real quick, my dad was a doctor in the um, city of Gary, Indiana for like 50 plus years as part of his legacy. And the only way he did that was he created a relationship with his being a physician, serving a community. And that was all about relationship. Right. So my legacy is relationship to helping people make progress and then helping them move forward. No matter if that's a simple conversation if that's through um, video, whatever the vehicle is, I, I really don't care. It could be workshops. It could be here. But my, I want people to really remember that I helped people really create a strong relationship to moving forward so they can, you know, impact the world that they want to, um, that they want. If that's their family, if that's just one person, great. If that's 20 people, that's great. It does not really matter to me. But I just want um, my legacy to be be about that, the relationship of creating that, um, creating that bond of helping people move forward and progress in their lives. I love that. Let's wrap it up there. That's a perfect ending. Dale, thank you so much for coming on. That was incredible value that you delivered. And guys, whatever you take you took out of that episode, whether it's the dad method or becoming a parent or living through your heart, whatever it may be. I hope that you took out some value and that Dale, I'm sure, has provided value that you can apply to your life right now to grow and progress in whatever way that you want. So how can we find you online, Dale? So you can follow me on Instagram at DaleTube or you can go to my website, DaleTube.com or the modern dad playbook.com to 
get your copy of Oh Shit, I'm Going to Be a Dad. And or you can follow me also on Facebook as well at Dale Shoe. Those are usually those social media platforms that I'm on. I'm still contemplating the YouTube game, but we'll see how things go um, in 2020. Love it, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, my friends, stay fucking amazing. Ciao, Dale. See you later. Thanks. See ya. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode with Dale. I hope you found some value in that. And again, take a moment to think about, reflect on what you took away from this episode, whether it was just anything, Dale's dad method, whether it was lead with your heart, whatever it may be, just think right now, what is something that I learned in this episode that I can apply to my life? Something simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Just something to to increase that quality of your life by 1%. And those 1% over time will turn into massive, massive returns and massive, massive growth for you. So thank you so much, guys. If you found value in this podcast, please share this with anybody that you love or you believe that this would help please share it on social media please whatever you want to do if you find this valuable that is my only ask of you please share it other than that it's a completely free podcast i make zero dollars from this i do it because i want to help and provide value and share people with you through a podcast platform so whether you're at the gym at the office at home laying in bed in a car wherever you are i love you so much and thank you so much for listening to the podcast i do not take it for granted And I hope that you spread the love and continue to listen to future episodes because I will not let you down. New episodes every single Monday. This one was posted a bit late. However, I'm going to get back to consistent Monday episodes. And I look forward to having you on the podcast again. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Real Time with Alex. Ciao.